Nice little sigh to start things off. Cold opens aren't meant to be a thing that we do. No. I've noticed you like doing them, though. I do. I <laughs> I like them in I a podcast. I just think they naturally happen. So why... <laughs> Except now. <laughs> now. Now it's being forced, but usually... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good snort. That's being cut. <laughs> Continue. All good? Yes. Welcome to... To all the rom-coms. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> you pulled! I did, because I forgot what the podcast was called. See, that's on you. Oh, dear. Welcome to to all the rom-coms I've seen before. This is a romantic comedy podcast with... Francesca Giorgio. And me, Hannah Thomas. We review one romantic comedy, both critically and comically. Talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and a bit of everything in between. My name is Alex Trulove. Yes, that's my real name. I have a 4.0 GPA, I'm student body president, and I have a great girlfriend. You're coming with us to this party, and you're gonna let your little constipated hair down and enjoy yourself. What are we reviewing this week, Fran? This week we are reviewing Alex Strangelove. Oh, it's so cute. Don't spoil it. How did you like know you were gay? How do you know you're straight? There's this guy who I'm pretty sure has a crush on me, and I guess I'm not repulsed by the idea. Well, let's go straight into opening credits then. This is the segment <laughs> where we discuss our general thoughts on the film. I could have watched, and I mean, this this relates a little bit to when we'll talk about Alex and Elliot as a couple, but like I could have watched like a full 90 minutes of just them together. I Yeah, I would have liked that a lot. Because it was so cute. It was. It was so cute. I had a couple of... Like, I'm looking forward to doing Sweetest Feeling because I had more than one moment where I had to pause the film and be like, oh! That's interesting. Okay. I loved it. I think the more insensitive moments are a little bit hard to read. It's supposed to be representative of high schoolers sort of trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And it was problematic, but understandably problematic. Yeah, I, I think some of the language used in the film. So I didn't. I mean, I didn't like it, but I, yeah, was understanding of it in terms of teen culture. I unfortunately, just, I just realised that we haven't said what it, we haven't given a little synopsis. Oh, we'll do that. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> Hannah messed up. Do we want to just start over or do no? no. <laughs> Don't give me more stuff to edit. Okay, okay. Jeez. A high school senior, Alex, Alex True Love, plans on losing his virginity to his girlfriend. Things get complicated when he meets a handsome and charming gay kid from the other side of town mm. who unwill- unwittingly sends him on a roller coaster journey of sexual identity. This is one of the best teen comedies I've seen in a very long while. Okay. The best modern teen comedy I've perhaps seen in, like, the, yeah, uh, um, for a modern one. You thought it was funny? Yeah, it's probably yeah. the best one I've seen since, like, Mean Girls or something. Okay, now that's interesting, because I made a little note about it reminded me of Mean Girls. Because they talk about, like, high school being a little bit like the Animal Kingdom, and I was like, is that, yeah. is that a, like, a specific Mean Girls reference, which it could have been? I don't know if it was. I think it was a very interesting thing to do, because this film does explore sexuality, mm. and there are some very close-minded people who will kind of be like, oh, it's not natural, like, mating in that way. Like, Mm. that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And then they'll compare us to, like, animals and say, like, that's nature's correct way. Yeah. So going against that is not being natural. Mm. So I kind of like that this film was like, 
no, screw that. This this character who is questioning their sexuality is going to compare themselves to the animal kingdom and not only just compare in a direct, like, this character is similar to this animal, but compare, like, the mating process. Yeah. Because it just seems like it confronts that weird um, <laughs> comparison that s- bizarre people like to make. Yeah. Um, and just uses it in a more, like, sweet and endearing way. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I respect that a lot. I also think in terms of like maybe the more insensitive parts Dell mm-hmm. Alex's friend is like played for laughs ish uh, yes but he's I mean I didn't find it funny I didn't like him and I, no I didn't like him either and I I'm, didn't think his character arc made sense no it didn't it was just sort of like stuck on yeah it was like so a girl likes you now so you're kind of gonna be sweet yeah okay and considering how like judgmental you seem of people's sexualities and stuff you're just cool with your friend being gay that's what i didn't understand because he's sort of framed as like a bit of an idiot but i think it it was also supposed to be like for laughs and for it's but it's supposed to get a laugh from the audience i think it's a friend group of four guys yeah so it's weird that they didn't just use him for laughs and then use the other two because they barely use the other two really barely so it's just like uh, well, why didn't you use one of those two for a more, like, a, a more, like, sensitive character yeah. or something? Because trying to put that all on one side character yeah. didn't really gel. Because they didn't really say... awfully authentic. They didn't say a lot. And, yeah, him sort of being, like, really supportive of Alex in the end is like, yeah, but you were... Um, I mean, one scene in particular that I'm thinking of is mm. when Alex says to him, like, I think I might be bisexual, mm. which... When I watched that scene, I was like, that's so great that he can just go to his friend immediately yeah. after thinking of it and thinking yeah. that he might be bisexual, like to just go and suggest that to his friend and say, you know, what do you, what do you think? He proceeds to get his dick out. The friend. The friend. Not, <laughs> Not Alex. Alex, wasn't like, Alex I would I'm never. Bisexual. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> he would never. Well, I'm bisexual. I think I'm bisexual. Mm, no, you're not. What? What? You're panicking, dude. You're you're wigging out about the hotel and you're trying to come up with an excuse to cancel it. No, I'm just taking advantage of all the options available. Do you listen to Panic at the Disco while jerking off to pictures of vampires? What? No. And you're not bisexual. Dell, the friend, proceeds to get his dick out and he's like, is this what you want, Alex? Is this what you want? It's like... Which is sexual assault for a start. Yeah, it is harassment. I don't know whether it's supposed to be a comical moment or not, because I was horrified. Yeah, I mean, also, like, he didn't check for who was around, because there were people around. And it's just there like, were, because he was taking the piss out of them. Yeah, because then it's just like, your friend has literally just come to you saying, I think this may be my sexuality, and you're outing him immediately. Yeah. And so publicly, and, like, doing it in such a humiliating way. All it took was for, like, Claire to just come around the corner and it would be like yeah what the fuck have you done i know for a a romantic comedy a teen comedy that was so sort of like on the pulse and like appropriate for 2018 and like i found really enjoyable Mm. that moment was quite jarring and strange even though it's Mm. like supposed to be like look this stupid like teenage boy has these views on yeah like differing sexuality and and gender roles and things like that it's I kind of get it. I'm like, yes, showcase the stupid teenage boy, but do it in a way that if you're going to give him a character arc, have that character arc make some sort of sense. Yeah. Because this does not. It just seems like, oh, that girl 
softens up and starts to like him and then he kind yeah, of he doesn't deserve her slightly. for a start yeah the end of his arc should have been him apologizing to alex or you know coming to terms but he doesn't at all no i he think doesn't. the last thing he does is kind of have a go at alex for like being boring yeah did not enjoy him confusing. as a character i didn't enjoy the friends generally no i could have like just cut them out of the film. <laughs> and I get it, he needed friends, and I think, again... It, only for it, only for it to, like, make sense as, for him as a teenage yeah. boy, like, I didn't care. And I think it, it's good or, like, makes sense to show some immature perspectives on yeah. certain subjects, like sex and, yeah. and sexuality and stuff. Where is the craziest place you guys have ever done it? Uh, oh, that's easy. We have not done it yet. It's true, I've been trying to de-virginize you for the past eight months, and you won't let me. Okay, see inside... Wow. <laughs> guys, Dude. guys, oh my Dude, God. You were just like stripped of your penis before our very eyes. No, no, we just want it to be special. Oh my God, you're gay. Yeah, it didn't have to be done in this way. But their, their kind of conversation, particularly they had one conversation which kind of started the whole like, you guys haven't had sex yet thing. Yeah. Um, The whole lead up to that conversation felt very contrived yeah it just felt like very dated it's like this is dialogue i'd expect in something like maybe american pie and like that film is like almost 20 years old yeah so it's just like why is it here in this modern film Mm. this seems so um just better at understanding characters and 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 teenagers just generally yeah it doesn't really seem dated other than the friends dialogue and the the boy bands like there's just something about it and again it's not like i want them to be like perfect like problemless characters who aren't immature at all but to have them learn that seems like such a caricature of of yeah that that kind of um high school boy to have them learn something would have been quite good like, that would have been the great end. they're all really supportive at yeah. the end but like there's not really any arc to it it's just sort of like we're taking you out because you're boring like we're gonna get you girls like you need to lose your virginity you need to do this you need to do that in order to like Called be a teenager oh don't and the thing is like alex didn't even because it's hard because i think they're all just friends because they're like science boys yeah but alex didn't correct him on saying any any um disrespect that Dell gave towards women throughout the film mm. alex didn't say just anything any kind of acknowledgement of and actually Morgan. after him and claire broke up and they go to that it's not frat party is it but it's like a sort of yeah no it is he comes into the party and he goes like me and claire broke up and i'm looking for some sluts and i was like no because he he was so great up until that that. yeah it's just confusing like i don't know whether he was being deliberate because he was also drunk and he'd never been drunk before see i would yeah i understand that line coming from him if he was sober and he had that line i'd be like yeah. No, no, no. But he was also trying to, like, what he realised by that point, that, like, he couldn't have sex with Claire because... He was trying he was to co- cover something up. So yeah. I'm like, I... Because by the end of that night, he tells, as much. he tells Claire that he's there. gay. Yeah. So he's doing, like, this sort of very overacted, like, bravado-type macho character <sighs> in order to mask, like, the uncertainty that he's feeling. And it's sad. At least that makes some sense for the plot and the character. There were, like, disrespectful comments that Del was making throughout that Alex just didn't pull up at all. No, when they weren't drunk. Yeah, which I just find weird. Yeah. I I find weird to tolerate that 
Well, yeah, because I assume it's just like part of Dell's like character and nature, and so they're all used to it. But it's like I don't, no. I don't care if you like science. If someone is acting that weird about girls and not being kind about them, then yeah. bin them or just talk to them. Say you're gonna go in the bin if you carry on. Got a trash bag here. I'm opening it up. So yeah, generally I loved it, but that was all to do with Alex and Elliot and Claire. I completely agree. It was so um, refreshing and cool to watch a romantic comedy and not necessarily know where it's going. Because in terms of the plot and the story, I, I did have some insight of he is with someone and he's going to fall for someone else who makes him question his sexuality. Mm. So I kind of knew about that, but still I didn't know really what was going to happen or how the story was going to be told. So that was really cool because his relationship with Claire and a lot of his personality was like given to us in quite a nuanced way within the first like seven minutes. Mm. So again, it just lets the plot breathe yeah from there on but it, it was just a thing of um i think it got to a point where they started going to prom and and dances yeah. together dressed up and i was like so oh like that's sometimes stuff that people would say for more towards the end of the film yeah or like the middle at least mm. it was that and the um the first party scene where Del throws up all those gummy birds <laughs> that was funny <laughs> those gummy worms yeah um where he throws up all those gummy worms, I have to say, like, that bit made me laugh aloud. Yeah, that me was too. ridiculous. <laughs> and the shot they did for that was so funny. Yeah. Um, usually that level of comedy or, like, display of, like, a big event would mm. be saved more towards the end of a film yeah. or something. Like, that level of hilarity. Mm. So, like, the story itself wouldn't have, in terms of him meeting Elliot. Yeah. But in that kind of, like, mm. super comical situation... Um, I think it would have been usually saved until the end, which is very telling. Like, they, the creators knew that they had a lot of ground to cover and they were very confident with what they were doing. Mm. There's, like, good comical moments and good emotional moments all the way through. I think it's really well paced and balanced. You, you can tell they just know that they have a lot of good material. Yeah. And you can tell that they don't feel as though they need to force serious moments to be comical and, mm. and comical moments to be a bit serious. Yeah. They, they are very aware that they can do both and they know exactly how to do it. Mm -hmm. Having, like, such great scenes even at the start of the film and having great dialogue and stuff from the very start always shows like some confidence in what you're doing and I don't know just some sort of know-how of like oh like we know what we're doing we know we have more in store for you mm. and that always makes me very excited to keep yeah. on watching a film yeah it was confidently written and directed and acted I thought yeah because a lot of films will be like decent at the start obviously mm. but they'll just concentrate on the story and building it and then they'll add all the flourishes as like you go along yeah. with it but this just had flourishes from yeah through. I was just quite happy to go along for the ride and like just see where it took me it, it was, was so, this, so this was your first time watching it yes so the very first bit, I want to say it opens up to like some watery visuals. Yes. But the very first song, I don't know if it's like a score or a soundtrack that's made for this film, but that song, I was just like, oh, this feels like I'm going to be taken into a place that I haven't been taken to before. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a very distinct song that made me kind of like look up and take notice more than I was. Yeah. Again, because bravery... That works. <laughs> that was a 
terrifying thing to say. <laughs> Bravery works. No, but what you... Like, expand. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Basically doing something different with your introduction oh yeah yeah that pays off yeah. and that makes um like my best every- friend's wedding yeah <laughs> put put a twist on something that yeah. someone may have done before yeah. and you've got me articulation is not the game today <laughs> it was interesting that you found so many sweet moments mm-hmm. um because i really struggled with the sweet moments because all of them felt kind of bittersweet okay well, there, was, that's, yeah. there was so much underlying that i i really struggled to like properly enjoy yeah and and that was like definitely credit to how well everything was written definitely because i had so much empathy for people involved yeah the yeah i just couldn't fully be like this is so sweet yeah. i'm like this is not sweet for someone yeah <laughs> and i oh. feel it viscerally yeah i yeah 100 percent agree but i was so caught up in alex and elliot as a couple i was just like <laughs> any any scene with them together elliot was a sweetie oh my god completely <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna, just gonna save that for oh. <laughs> later segments they were so incredibly compelling to watch and I'll talk a little bit later, I think, in my closing credits about, like, just the whole... Th- it's it's such a sustained and consistent conflict, like, emotional conflict, like you said. Yes. Because you're watching and you're rooting for this couple to get together, but then also there's Claire. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about Claire all in my closing credits because... Oh, of course. She's... I just... I have a lot of things to say. Shall we go on to the next bit? I think so. The next bit is called Is the Meat Cute? <laughs> where we discuss the characters meeting for the first time. Do you want to quickly discuss how he meets Claire first and then we'll move on? Yeah, of course. I thought purely based on how he meets Claire and how he is attracted to her, I thought he was going to turn out to be bi or pan yeah. or, or something more not flexible just... the word <laughs> no it's not no it's not the word <laughs> already apologize not so um on one side of the spectrum yeah it was because we were seeing the first like five minutes or so from his perspective mm. you know there was narration over the top and it was all just kind of from his point of view mm. so when he meets claire is when we, we meet claire yeah and he's the one who's like doodled all these hearts around her and stuff and seems like genuinely love struck yeah. to me. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry for spying. Is that a blue ringed octopus? Wow. Did you know your cephalopods? Don't fall in love with me. We only recently met you. I'm in love with you, but you might decide. I want you to be my video production partner. And he says, because they go on their first date to an aquarium, which is like 10 out of 10, well done. (laughs) That's the standard as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if I'd like that for a first date. Oh, surprise. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't think that's like 10 out of 10. Oh, I do. I don't know what I'd want for a first date though. You think about that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He says like over the top with his narration, he's like, I I was waiting for her to like look over at me and, and be like, oh, you know, you're not, fit to be my boyfriend like why are you such a dork right and she never did and i was like oh <laughs> see it, yeah it's so so sweet he not only seems to really like her and be attracted to her mm-hmm. 
but he also feels like he's very lucky to be with her and that he's He seems very adoring. (laughs) Yeah. So so what I thought it was gonna be was because like I feel like a lot of us know that romantic and sexual attraction can be separated. Definitely. So what I genuinely thought it was gonna be, okay, well I have romantic attraction to Claire, but not sexual. And I have sexual and romantic to Elliot. Well, I think that is true though. Really? I yeah. But he thinks he's gay. I know, but that's how he chooses to identify. That's fine. You think you think it could be a fluid sexuality? Yeah, and if he never has romantic attraction to any other woman ever again, he, I think he still definitely had that's strong really romantic fair. attraction to yeah. Claire. But he's just never going to have that sexual attraction. I do wish they gave some sort of clarification on that. Because mm. I think if I was in Claire's position, I would kind of be like, well, what does that mean for everything we went through because it did seem like they went through a lot together romantically speaking yeah yeah i would definitely want that kind of question answered yeah don't know whether not answering it means that the film is saying you know don't worry about it it doesn't it doesn't matter i mean it would matter for claire yeah but in terms of how he identifies himself yeah and, and considering audiences are so um when it comes to accepting someone's sexuality after they've been in a heterosexual relationship mm. i think it would have been i don't want to sound patronizing be like too much for audiences but i, I think it would have made people have the argument of like no he was actually in love with claire well to be fair which i wouldn't have wanted so to be fair i mean in my sort of social media circles like it creates a certain kind of echo chamber with the people that you follow and their opinions and and their liberal views especially Uh and so i am very aware that you could be aromantic and not asexual you could be asexual not aromantic you can have romantic feelings for a completely different gender to your sexual feelings Uh like you could have nothing at all like i know that Uh and i would have enjoyed that being part of the film but completely audiences yeah i completely agree i i would have still accepted it as like oh this character identifies as gay Mm. and he is not sexually attracted to claire but the the romantic attraction is something i question Mm. i mean the film didn't clarify so i guess i'll never know yeah um but again it was just like okay well if you didn't want us to think that that's fine yeah but it it was just weird kind of having that love struck moment yeah and i guess like we can try and imply that maybe it was because he loved the idea of Mm. her proving his heterosexuality to him yeah and also bearing in mind he's grown up conditioned into the idea that he's going to meet the perfect girl at some point. Right. Like, meet the right girl. Yeah. And so, like, he meets her, and he has this, like, love-struck moment, and he's thinking, okay, well, this is what that must feel like then. Right. Because he's never met anyone that gives him all the feelings that Elliot does when he finally meets him. Right. Bless. What what a confusing thing to go through. God. (laughs) So, basically, their meet was cute it was very cute <laughs> it was very adorable and I, I i think if those characters were real they would consider that to be a very cute adorable yeah relationship and they were friends they for like regardless. they were friends for ages before they even got together and they had yeah. oh i just oh yeah <laughs> that was so cute they were very very sweet what i found more compelling to watch was the first time that he met elliot 
And that was like... Of course. Oh, let's get into it. Because that, that's our, our spotlight love here. It is, yeah. Um, us hets shouldn't just keep on talking about the, the hets in the film because... Well, that's why I say we, we just we just we touch, we discuss it and then and then we come on to the true stars of the show. Oh my goodness! It was understated, yeah, effective, yeah. and very sweet. You, I'm thinking about you're it. Squealing. Let, let's go. What do you want to say? They meet at a party. Mm-hmm. Alex stumbles into a room where Elliot and his friend are. I don't because I'm not a drug person. So is it like a little bong thing? Smoking? I don't think they showed it, but they they ha- were having weed. Yeah, yeah, they had some weed. <laughs> They were having a weed. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm here. I think we're here to corrupt you, Alex. And it like, oh. <laughs> Come on, join the cool kids. Okay. Do you guys go to Buchanan? He doesn't even go to high school. Yeah, I'm a juvenile delinquent. Really? <laughs> I graduated last year. Elliot. Alex. Gretchen. Yeah, hey. Woo. <laughs> I think we're here to corrupt you, Alex. <laughs> I tell you what, that boy has a very nice smile. Yeah. And the way that he looks at Alex, oh, that's why I had to keep pausing the film. It was a lot. It, it was, was fucking intense. See, but it wasn't like too intense. No, like, it was just like it, it wasn't. He didn't come across creepy. He mm. came, he just came across as like he knew himself. Yeah. And you could just feel that. It wasn't like predatory or sort no of like way. he wasn't. He wasn't ever trying to sort of like. I think a worse film would have accidentally written the character like that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just so, so glad they didn't. Mm. Oh, it, he was just... It could so, have come he across was so self-aware like, that it was sexy. <laughs> it could have come across like he was taking Alex like over to the dark side or something. Right. It was a really shitty film. Ugh. The way that he looks at him is just like, I like you. And like, I can feel the, the vibe. Yeah. Do you think he likes him from that very first night? I think he, he's think intrigued I- by him. Elliot liking Alex. I, yeah, I think Elliot's intrigued by him on that first night. Oh, no, I, I think I, he likes him immediately. A hundred percent. When they're on the bed, like, facing each other. Oh, I thought they were going to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. But I was just like, literally, any time they were together, it was just like, something could happen. Honestly. So, it was a lot. Like, they, they meet and they, like, immediately start talking about really deep stuff. Like, Elliot talks about how he's been kicked out of his house for being gay. Mm. And Alex talks about, like, his future and, like, why he wants his dream job. And he's like, oh, I say marine biologists because it sounds, like, important, but really I just want to take pictures of animals. And I was like, ah! So cute! (laughs) And Elliot, uh, that's why I think that they, like, he liked him immediately. Well, yeah. Because, like, the way that he looks him after that is just so cute. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, look at your personality and your passions. But then Claire, like, barges in the room because she's drunk. And the way that they are, like, lying on the bed facing each other, they're, like, so close together when it cuts to the shot, Mm. like, the wider shot of them on the bed. I loved it. And then he's like, oh, shit, Claire's here. And he also, says, my friend, Claire. Oh, don't. He's immediately uncomfortable with her presence. Mm. After he's met Elliot. Yeah. Her coming in and, like... He senses something. Lying all over him. Because, like, she's drunk and she's his girlfriend. So she's just sort of, like, draping herself... Yeah, of course. ...on him and stuff. And talking about, like, doing sexual things with him. Mm. And he's so visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And then he can't, like, get out of the room quick enough, really. 
with her. Yeah, it's a lot. I know what you mean about everything being bittersweet because I just... Yeah. (laughs) My heart ached for him the whole time. Because even when they were on the bed together, like, looking at one another, it was just like, this feels so sweet. Like, it feels like... It feels like their eyes widened, like they were in awe of one another. It's like instant electricity. Yeah. Their chemistry was so, so good. Also, this film did not underestimate shots of a glance. Oh, I know. Of a quick glance. It's so effective. We've spoken about it in films before, how they could just do that to demonstrate yeah. this character has some sort of, like, liking yeah. to to the person they're yeah. looking at. All you need is a look. A lot of them don't. A lot of films don't. And this film just did it so well, where mm. it was just very, again, understated. It's just understanding that one look. Very Ooh. meaningful. Very meaningful still. So, speaking of which... Do you want to go on? <laughs> to ridiculous. Yeah. When we talk about the chemistry. Oh my God. Um, I've written off the charts in capital letters with a full stop on the oh, end. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, quick sidebar to Claire, but I feel like we've slightly mentioned it anyway. Like, I feel like her chemistry romantically was almost as strong as uh, Alex's and Elliot's chemistry romantically. Yes, I would say so. So that's just something I think, to mention. Yeah, I think the scene... Um, when he comes to pick her up for the dance and she's upset because her mum's in the hospital and so they just sit on the sofa and talk instead. Yeah. It's very, very nice. And that like the chemistry between the two of and them yeah, is and really good. And yeah, and it doesn't good. feel platonic. No. We've it feels romantic. We've reviewed films where it seems like the romantic leads seem more chummy. Yeah. This doesn't feel... No. I mean, they're not the romantic leads, but it doesn't feel like... It, it feels romantic. It doesn't feel it, sexual. Yeah. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't feel sexual and it doesn't feel chummy. It does feel romantic definitely but alex and elliot oh it's absolutely unbelievable (laughs) it's cast so well i've put that it was a lot it's oh my (laughs) it's a lot to watch it's just a lot to experience because yeah literally every moment they were together i was at the edge of my seat me too because i was just like shit's gonna happen yeah and again it was like that bittersweet feeling to it but it was just like something has to happen right now because you two (laughs) <laughs> it's very wild. It's very wild how you are with one another. Yeah. So the night after they meet, Elliot invites Alex out to a concert and oh. then they go for food afterwards. And like they're talking about Alex like being scared to have sex with Claire mm-hmm. and like being in a relationship with Claire, a heterosexual relationship, quote unquote. Yeah. And they're sitting so close together and they're like it's the way that it's framed and like the close-ups and stuff it's like their heads are like almost touching they look like they're connect like emotionally connecting and it's like effortless so, yes God. even when they're lying on the bed together though it was just like oh you got comfortable so quick mm-hmm. and i know part of that is like well you were high but it felt more tender than that i yeah. don't know how to describe it yeah yeah because we've watched a couple of like teen romantic comedies now mm. and i think these two have the best chemistry oh, easily. all the ones we've seen a hundred percent it's just palpable yeah it's, it's just so it's there. hard to find that in a teen rom-com because it's hard to find i'm um, like not without sounding patronizing or anything but like it's hard to find actors who can pull that off that, that sounds patronizing that <laughs> just at that Don't age before is... you get to like julia roberts status and no, dermot mulroney you know what i'm saying it, no it's definitely tough but they really really outdid themselves I can't believe it. The The actor who plays Elliot does look a bit older. He's lovely, isn't he? Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Every time he, like, did his little smile at Alex, I was just... 
but he looks like he could be a more mature actor is what i'm saying so maybe he has yeah, had definitely. more experience playing like romantic interest in a kind of i'm very, gonna look up their ages right very now believable way okay so the guy who plays alex mm. he's he's 21 oh so, wait did you think younger or older i just thought that they'd all be older they look well cast more or less oh yeah i know but i just Every time I watch a teen movie, it turns out the actors are all like 30. The guy playing Elliot, he's also 21. <gasps> no way. I thought he was a lot older. April 1997. He looks like kind of more chiseled. He's Canadian. That's <laughs> Right. That's the theory and we don't even oh need to God. question it. Canadians are hot. They got it going on. But he looks <coughs> older than 21. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. Wow. That's surprising. Absolutely gorgeous but yeah like every scene or especially when uh elliot drops him off after the gig mm. and they're in the car sweet jesus <laughs> i i hate how alex ends that moment but that's because i get it but they're like it. like elliot so like leans in and you think that he's gonna like either say something really serious or go in for the kiss see i didn't think he would or not at that stage of the would. film but that's the vibe that because it's like whoa 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 yeah and then he's like i hate to break it to you but there's a girl like sitting on your front porch mm. <laughs> alex is so like consumed like in that moment yeah and it's just the two of them in that car in that small space and i think like he knows immediately that like he likes elliot i think after that night because then he says yeah. to Dell like a couple of days after he's like there's a guy that has a crush on me and i'm not repulsed by the idea oh completely which <coughs> i'm I'm very pleased he, he could figure it out yeah. so quick yeah i think that's really good yeah um, and he didn't really have a problem saying it i think his only major roadblock was the fact that he was in a relationship with claire like he was scared yeah. obviously to go the whole hog and like be in a relationship with elliot but that is scary anyway completely his major he like, didn't, he didn't want to lose Claire because yeah. he, he did really care for her. Yeah. That's why I think he's such a likeable character as well because he just doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. And he's struggling. So. I'm glad the comedy was so good in this film and I'm glad the sweet moments were so genuinely sweet mm. because so much of the underlying conflict is so distressing. Mm. And it comes out in like unfortunate ways. Like he lashes out at Claire yeah. when she says, oh you know you guys went for food after like how romantic and he's like what are you talking about yeah because he's already you know realizing what's happening yeah and he gets so defensive and then he gets defensive with elliot after he kisses him it's and i'm lot. just watching it like i i just oh i'm so sorry it's so it's so difficult i mean i don't really like sequels for rom-coms mm. but this is one that i'd like i'd 100%. love a sequel because then i wouldn't have that bittersweet thing yeah, like we can yeah. actually go on with the story more yeah. so i just literally watched 90 minutes of them like being in a relationship i don't care yeah speaking of which yes do you want to go on to the sweetest feeling the yes. segment in which we discuss one moment that gave us the sweetest feeling, particularly between the two romantic leads. I know what mine is, so you can go first. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> we might have the same moment. Wait, did you actually manage to narrow down your list then? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so basically the only time I could really relax was when Elliot and Alex were holding one another in the dance hall towards <sighs> the end. That was such a sweet moment. You could see the smiles on their faces and I think maybe just a smile on Elliot's face, actually, if mm. I recall. But basically... That was the only moment where it was just like there wasn't any undertone that I was like, oh shit. Yeah. 
Because so, it's been resolved. Yeah, it was just such yeah, a... Yeah, I get that. They, they both eased into one another and I eased into the film yeah. just as it was about to finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the many, like, endearing and genuine moments of the film. Mm-hmm. Because throughout most of the film, we felt like the confusion with Alex... Mm. Um, Because he didn't know his sexuality, we didn't know, we were kept in the dark almost as much as him, so it felt like we went through it with him. And he went through such a uh, stressful, potentially partially traumatic time. Definitely traumatic, I would say. Yeah, so I I couldn't feel that way about any of the other moments fully. I understand that. Basically. Because I don't think he could either. No. No, uh, no. <laughs> Which is sad. It, it's sad that it, it <clears throat> meant, like, he had to go through so, so much to get to that point. But it's the struggle that a lot of people do have. Yeah. To get to their really sweet moments, they have to go through so, so much. Yeah. And that's why I think this film, it just gets that. Yeah, completely. It relays that on screen so well. It, yeah. Um, like, so subtly, but effectively yes oh my god completely i agree with you Mm. completely but (laughs) there is one scene that i not only had to pause and walk away from just to like feel feel the feelings wait because you've watched this a a couple of times or a few times a few times so each time yeah (laughs) okay so the first time i watched it i had to pause it and like walk walk away sure and like get a drink and feel the feelings and come back okay then i rewound the scene like oh my gosh three or four times and every time i've watched it since i have rewound the scene and watched Damn, it again dude which scene is this when they kiss for the first time oh it's unbearably good good in what way though okay so they're in elliot's bedroom and he's doing like a B-52, a dance to the B-52. So it's the whole scene to you, which is, like, super sweet. No, it's the kiss mainly, okay. but I'm just, like, giving a little bit of... Oh, just... Oh, so nice. Sure. And then Elliot's, like, sitting on his bed, and he looks at Alex, and he's like, come here. And that's <laughs> yeah. a bit... I was like, what? <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. And then Alex, like, sits the furthest away he possibly can while still being on the bed. too, yeah. <laughs> so Elliot sort of, like, makes fun of him by, like, turning his back to him and sort of making a face yeah come here over there yeah over here do you want to come like a little bit closer and then he starts to talk about the monkey alex's favorite animal and he gets like three words through it and alex literally turns around and like snogs his face off basically completely yeah (gasps) because you can just see at his face he literally it's all all physical yeah. Like, in that moment. Like, the emotions are so much that it's literally a physical compulsion. And it's absolutely fucking premium. He's... Yeah. <laughs> see, I, I just, like... See, I didn't I didn't feel like... I completely understand why you feel that way. Because literally moments after it goes so I know, well, and I'm I like, know. I didn't want that for you guys. I know. So, um... You know, I was thinking about that monkey of yours that... Oh, Jesus. Wow, uh, that was a nice surprise. What am I doing? Why did I do that? I'm really sorry. Don't apologize. I should go. I'm gonna go. But that's the moment when I think it sort of solidifies in his mind that he is 
even if he's not completely gay, he's definitely attracted to Elliot. Yeah. Completely, romantically and sexually. And also then he tries to have sex with Claire after that and he has to imagine Elliot. That's... That... In order to even half get through it. And that's I'm, the most traumatic scene. Yeah, they had to put in the film that it wasn't her first time because I think if that was her first time, we would just be she like... She would be traumatised. Yeah, and, and I think part of us would think about Alex badly. Mm. You know, as much sympathy as I do have for the character, I am just sort of like, you told her you, you like and are thinking of someone else yeah. while you're having oh, sex. no, like, don't. No. I, it was just so heartbreaking. I, I completely understand why you have that bittersweet feeling about every scene except like the end yeah i i would have loved if the the scene you're talking about where their first kiss was i would have loved if him and elliot nearly kissed in that scene after no i can't bear the elliot agony it's kind of like um <laughs> no, I can't talking bear about like monkeys and stuff and then alex looks at him in a certain way and nearly pounces no, because... and then it's like i've got to go no because that's every scene before that like basically, no, I don't think yes, so. it is. Basically, the, from the moment, almost the moment they first meet, certainly from like the concert onwards. Yeah. Every time they're having a conversation, like you can just see, like oh, they're, they're very the very electricity close, completely. Yes, and they're almost kissing. But in terms of it being like the first time that Alex moves in and is about to and seems like sexually charged, yeah. I'm just like I I wish just because the the downfall of that scene is so heartbreaking. Like, yeah, because he even like tries to accuse Elliot of like initiating He's, it and stuff. Well, yeah, because he says like, oh, if I led you on, like I'm sorry, I was just giving you what you wanted because you clearly got a crush on me. It's like, yeah, no, please no. like, don't do that. Oh, so so heartbreaking. But the kiss for me is so good. Do you think it makes up for that? Yeah, because I just can't stop watching it. <laughs> they just got such good chemistry, the two of them. And the kiss looked real good. Oh, the kiss was, like, very believable. But then that just made it even more heartbreaking when it ended the way it did oh, no. and how abruptly it all just kind of oh, no. messed everything up. For but I mean, momentarily, temporarily, thankfully. Temporarily, they're so... They're together! And, like... I know. For a split second afterwards, like, Elliot is so happy. And he's like, oh, that was a that was a nice surprise. I know. Oh, my but... God! <laughs> I did believe in the kiss. Oh, my of God. Of course. Of course. It was fucking electric. I can keep on, like, just visualising... Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Head, and I'm like, <laughs> I can just feel that chemistry, like, yeah. whenever I think of those two yes. in a scene together. It's happening it right there. now as I'm talking about it. <laughs> Like a, Would you rather uh, be there than here? <laughs> well, the next segment is what happened next, where we uh, give predictions for the characters' futures following the film. We sure do. Can I go first? Because I think oh, it's a definitely. downer. <laughs> it's a downer? Yeah. No, why? Well, I, I've told you before yes. that basically no matter how bad a rom-com is, unless it's really bad or, like, I just don't... It doesn't make me invest in the couple. I do want them to be together forever. Yeah. Because that, I'm a Pisces. But... Checks out. <laughs> scientifically. The thing that Dell says about everyone breaking up, like, before they go to college... Foreshadowing, do you think? Maybe. Ugh. In my, Like, ideally, they're together forever because they are so, so good together. Right. It's a nice first love yeah and first sexual experiences mm -hmm. will be amazing i'm sure yes but i i wonder how realistic it is to think that they'll be together 
when and if Alex goes to college. I You'll mean, have to go to college to be a marine biologist. College. Yeah. We didn't find out if he got into Columbia. No. Well, that is... wasn't really the main focus, was it? Yeah, but it was still weird to have it in the film and then just not properly touch on it. Yeah. I think that was supposed to sort of culminate with him telling his dad to sort of get off his back, basically. I can make so many definite statements about Alex and Elliot's <laughs> yeah. chemistry. Can't make any about their relationship because we don't know what that and is. And they're so young. And people can have amazing chemistry mm. and then not work out as a couple. Yeah. And the story was more about Alex as a romantic and sexual being <laughs> yeah. rather than it being a particular story about any one romance. Yeah. Yeah, we can't really, like say based on this the relationship will be x yeah it really could go either way and like you say especially because they're going to college mm. so that's why kind of for me i'd be like a sequel to this considering this film was oh, so definitely. like i didn't necessarily know where they were going and they told the story that could have been told in a very predictable way even yeah. though it's not a, an oftenly told story it could have been still told in a predictable way and it wasn't so i am just like oh you could definitely tell more stories with this in a, in a very unique way 100 percent. we um, won't get a sequel though because we want it we only get sequels for rom-coms that nobody asked for you think we're cursed i do you are a pisces so maybe you think <laughs> that in terms of alex and claire i think they would they won't i don't think they'll stay friends do you not properly. think so i think they'll try and stay friends for the first year or two but i think at a certain point it'll get hard and she will need to drift for like a year or so and then maybe they'll kind of be friends again but not as close because i'm just like realistically that can't i just she really was supportive and amazing and great but I'm just like, that is going to be so hard. It's hard to stay friends with an ex as is. Yeah. You know? So I'm just like, that I'm, would take I'm just a thinking lot like, of work. I'm just thinking like Will and Grace. But it's it's not like that. <laughs> as we've kind of touched on anyway, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if Alex was just at the start of his journey mm. of discovering his sexuality. Yeah. Which I think could open more potential relationships and and different experiences. Definitely. Uh, but I do want yeah. him and Elliot to be together forever when I watch certain scenes in Buddy, the film. I know. But, like, <laughs> I, I think they'll be together for a good long while. Yeah. Like, don't I, get me I would wrong. hope so. Like, oh, I, at least I would hope it. But, again, we don't know how... We don't know how well they communicate. No, I need we a sequel. We don't know how well their relationship... Like, we, don't, a... we don't know nothing about their relationship. We just know that they're fucking electric together. I That's need a, it. I need so a sequel. <laughs> it would make sense to give us a sequel to this. It really would. Please. Out of all the rom-coms we've seen, this one makes sense to not have as a one-off story because there's so much more story to tell. And we know they would tell it well. This is the first time where I think we've both been like, we don't know what's going to happen next. The rest we've been able to make predictions that seem pretty sound. That's really depressing because I really want to know what happens to them. <sighs> yeah, damn. I'm sure if the cast get together in like five or ten years, they'll probably say, oh yeah, the characters are still together. They fucking better. <laughs> but that that would just be optimistic. We don't know what that would be based on. Because no. again, no, amazing no. chemistry doesn't equal long longevity in a relationship. If they're going to be together forever, I need to see it. I need to... Picture it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need it to... To be on film. Uh -huh. I can't just have, like, the actors tell up and be like, oh, yeah, they're definitely still together. No. Mm. You don't have the authority to say that unless it's in the film. Yeah. Give us a complex uh, showing of their relationship being long-lasting. Closing credits is where we wrap up our overall opinions of the film, any nitpicks that we didn't get to mention uh, sure. throughout this podcast. You got any? 
I've got a big one. Ooh. Claire. So okay. I've saved her for closing credits because I just want to talk about her as as her own thing, her Completely. own character. So much about this film, I felt conflicted watching it, mm. like you did with the bittersweet moments. But mostly it was his his interactions with Claire, especially when he started to drift and mm. get defensive when she Takes confronted him. Completely. I completely understood his point of view and he was struggling a lot, but it was really hard to know who to feel sorry for. Like both of them, I guess. Yeah, I you could feel for. sorry for both. Because she didn't know what was happening. Yeah, it wasn't. She on couldn't her. know what was happening. And it was it's not her there's no it's nobody's fault because yeah. it's not a bad thing that's happening. Yeah. But it is a horrible thing for her. And in a way it is just like again, with all the sympathy for that struggle you can have in the world, it doesn't take away from the fact that he is cheating mm-hmm. and there is a betrayal happening yeah. there. Yeah. I'm very pleased because I think, again, a lesser film could have written Claire to be kind of mean, so we don't really mm. feel sympathy for her. Yeah. Um, but they showed her pain and struggle and her sense of betrayal very complexly and very mm. broadly, Yeah, which... I really appreciated, and I think people watching the film would also appreciate because, mm. yeah, they didn't cut any corners. They didn't try and trim the fat of the complications with yeah. this whole me situation. And they they showed her to have an interest in sex mm-hmm. as as a woman. Right. Like that's pretty. It's pretty good because usually cool. it's it's portrayed that like you know boys are the ones that want all the sex and like girls just yeah. sort of are like Ugh, yeah fine but you know she wants to have sex with Alex mm-hmm. and even though she really wants to and it's been eight months she says you know I don't want you to feel any pressure to do anything that you yes. don't want to do like we don't have to do the hotel room mm-hmm. she's so understanding of his like very frustrating behavior mm-hmm. because unless you know the reason it is it is basically just really frustrating and she assumes that he the person that he likes is a girl and that right. he's just interested in someone else and that's equally as horrible yeah it must have been such a confusing thing because he seemed like such an open character mm. and because he was so emotionally open with her mm. for them him to act kind of closed off mm. um and not communicate properly um about the subject like must have really thrown her off yeah she probably experienced emotional whiplash yeah 100 percent. like even when he comes out to her that then puts her in a position of like okay so did our relationship mean anything the whole time were you ever attracted to me have you been attracted to me and are now not like Mm. can i be angry about this while still being empathetic and sympathetic to your situation right is she allowed to be heartbroken and upset and angry yes with him even though he's gay yeah because he's going through a major struggle a struggle for me would be like well i feel like i'm not entitled to this anger right because you're going through something way worse yeah way way more substantial and life-changing and and everything see there was um the scene where she talks into the webcam. I mean, I didn't like that scene okay. much. I, I, I thought it was very weird. And again, like a kind of interpretation of how teenage kids talk and not like in actuality. Mm. Can someone please explain modern high school boys to me? They are so oversensitive and high strung and selfish. 
and just like rude. I mean, Alex is straight A's, class president, pretty decent dresser, like perfect boyfriend on paper. But he is more high maintenance than all of my girlfriends put together. So I didn't like it too much. And then she was saying like she'd prefer someone. I, I mean, she didn't say like manly man, but she seemed to She's, prefer yeah. someone who isn't as sensitive. And, and she kind of came across as a bit mean spirited, I suppose, yeah. in that clip. And like she wasn't too interested in... Alex now. Mm. Yeah, she said she just wanted someone dumb and stupid like Jake from 16 Candles. Yeah. She's like, no, you don't. And no. even like her mum says like, you'd be bored. Again, I didn't like it. It seemed a bit too contrived and just an impression of um, a teenager. Mm. But I do wonder whether they had that scene in the film just to kind of make us feel like, oh, she was having doubts about the relationship too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she couldn't just tell that to a friend or just... <laughs> To her mum directly. Yeah, I don't know why. Because um, she was never... Surely she was never going to post that webcam video. Right. Because that's ridiculous. Because even though, like, he was out of order in that reaction that he gave the night before, mm. I still feel like her reaction to that and her upset seemed a bit overblown. Mm. So that resulting in her posting or, or, like, even making a video like that, that did seem quite mean-spirited and, like... I don't like how sensitive he is, which is yeah. like a core part of who yeah. he is. So it's like, that's very insulting. Yeah. Yeah, that that didn't, that link to me was a bit like, oh, that doesn't feel quite as authentic as the rest of the film. Yeah. It was definitely notable. I think it, it played like sort of just irrational anger mm. and just sort of frustration because the way that he behaves and the way that he is mm. has been mounting up for like a certain amount of time being yeah. high maintenance as she says yeah, i still think it's yeah. a jarring moment in the I really film didn't like, and, and didn't, it didn't really gel with her character i don't think yeah we didn't really see him be high maintenance no even even that the fact that he won't have sex with her isn't high maintenance <laughs> yeah and the fact that he got angry one time i mean again he was out of order but it doesn't necessarily demonstrate someone being high maintenance no um that was a very peculiar bit and it felt like we just needed to have this in here to create a um Mm. emotional beat the scene in the car Mm -hmm. after he's told her that he's gay yes is so well acted so so well acted from the Two of them. I'm very impressed with all the acting in this film, I think. Yeah. It's so sad. He says, like, you know, I met the right girl. Like, you are the right girl. But I am gay. Like, you're the right girl for me. And I'm not... It's just not gonna happen. So... The person you like... It's a boy. The kid Elliot. Did you just figure all this out? I guess it's always been there. I just... I had to be honest with myself, but, you know, I thought I'd grow out of it and thought I'd get over it. thought I'd meet the right girl. You know, I met the right girl. I'm sorry I'm such a shitty boyfriend. No. No, you're the best gay boyfriend a girl could have. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so sad, but she's trying to be kind to him at the same time. Yeah. Because she knows this isn't a malicious thing that he's done. Right. It's just, 
Oh, my heart. It seems like she's very resigned to her romantic fate in the situation. And she is just kind of like, well, this person's going to be upset regardless, so I should just be there for that. Like, there's nothing for my end that can change, so something on his end can, and I should help. Not everyone would do that. Oh, completely. Some people would be too hurt to to cross that boundary and and just be like, okay, well, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be here for you. And the fact that she invites Elliot to the prom. So cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. So cool. And when Alex and Elliot have, you know, finally gotten their shit together Mm. and they're holding each other on the dance floor, Alex has his, like, head on Elliot's shoulder and he looks over Elliot's shoulder at Claire. And the way that she looks at him breaks my fucking heart. She's, like, almost crying and she's, like, she's, like, trying to sort of smile at him. Yeah. And be, like, encouraging. And she's clearly happy for him. But, oh, my God. (laughs) Very sad and very confused for herself. And she conveys all of that. Mm. Again, never underestimate glances in a film. No. Like, trust your actors, trust your direction. (laughs) This is written and directed, um... He's openly gay, mm-hmm. and he also directed um, Skeleton Twins, which is a great film if you haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen it yet. It's Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig, and yeah. it deals with like mental illness and sexuality. And it, oh, that's cool. Really, what, what's really his name? cool. Let's let's let everyone know this guy's <laughs> name because honestly, this is such a well-made film, and I don't think it's we could stress good. that better. Craig Johnson, that's it. Craig Johnson, yeah. Go check him out. Well done, boy. So good. You're done good. It's got 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. I looked at some of the Google reviews. The ones that have thumbs down are just very... uh, It's a lot. I'm just going to read you some choice quotes from some of the reviews. Be aware, you're about to hear some nonsensical shiz. Yeah, possibly homophobia, so trigger warning. This movie totally outcasts the purpose of love. There is no point in Alex leaving his girlfriend because of, and I'm reading this verbatim, because of Elliot one night out. Yeah, which is just like, well, the film shows it's not just that one night out. Firstly, he has flashbacks. And also, again, not just that one night out between him and Elliot. I'm going to read this verbatim again. Ridiculous. If the producers want to prove a point, then it is better not making Alex and his girl so much in love than later found out that he is gay. This is totally wrong. There are better ways of proving a gay movies or confused sexuality, but doing it this way is absolutely wrong because you gong confuse more teenagers. That's not true. No, I, I don't <laughs> think any teenager... I, I hate when people worry like that, where they're just like, oh, you're going to confuse, like, if you put... I, I mean, people make the same argument just about putting gay representation out there or LGBTQ mm. representation out there. They're like, you're going to confuse people by doing that. And it's like, no, it's just showing them you could be, like, loving towards someone but still not be sexually attracted to yeah. them. That's a reality that exists, folks. What's more confusing and frustrating is thinking your whole life that you have to be either gay or straight. Right. And and then if you have these sort of like feelings that are on different parts of the spectrum, Mm. like Alex does, you're thinking, oh, well, what's this then? I'm not normal. This is confusing. It makes way more sense to just be like... You need representation like this. Yeah. That's a little bit not black and white. I'm going to read you another one verbatim. I absolutely telling that this movie will make confusion on your gender attraction. No, no, no. It teaches and and... Does not teach. It teaches and confuse you with gay things. (laughs) 
<laughs> not the gay things. Avoid watching this movie. Wanna become a gay? Oh, this no. the movie for you. No, no, no. Well, recommend then. Go and watch right. it. <laughs> Please do not forget to send your girlfriend no after you watch this movie. What? Well, I want to find more. I'm furious. It's yeah. It's a very silly take because uh, even though we said like oh like he could be bi it's just like if he identifies as gay he's gay yeah like there's no there's no major confusion there i got a nice one please <laughs> in the end good ending two guy kisses oh <laughs> i agree google reviews is um an up-and-coming it's functional, a place <laughs> functional part of the platform overhyped three question marks <laughs> no I don't think so. No, it definitely isn't. I think it was underhyped. Underhyped. Completely. I it didn't... didn't receive the same sort of marketing as... Like Love, Simon. Yeah, or like To All The Boys or something like that. It wasn't yeah. s- like super campaigned everywhere. Like... See, I was just comparing it to Love, Simon because it was they came out at a similar sort of time and I think yeah. people would have confused them for being like basically the same story. Well, yeah, Love, Simon was like... I haven't seen everywhere. it Everywhere. Yeah. And Alex... Strange that I just sort of slightly went under the radar. It really I think. did. And it didn't I'm, deserve to. I'm so, so glad I watched yes. it. I'm, I'm so pleased. Because again, one of the best uh, team comedies that I've seen in a minute. Yeah, genuinely funny, genuinely mm. unbearably like electric in terms of the yeah. chemistry. Chemistry's Made me feel great. all the things. was great. Yeah. Emotional connection, yeah. spark. Story arc was good. Writing was. Mostly great. There were some iffy moments. And the emotional politics between the three main characters was so complicated and so well articulated, I think. It's, it's such a confusing thing. So it's just like, as confusing as that whole situation could be for so many people involved, including us, because mm. again, we were kept in the dark about yeah. his sexuality and his complete feelings. Mm. It was so well told. Mm. Like, people coming away from that being like, people are going to get confused about their sexuality. I'm like, no. No. Unless you're actually confused about your sexuality already. Mm. I'm hair. I still went away from it thinking, yeah, I'm straight. Mm. Like, <laughs> I mean, actually, didn't even think about that. Because no. <laughs> you were enjoying it, the film. I wasn't like, oh, no, I'm riddled with confusion. Let me figure this out. Yeah. Oh. Let me refigure out my sexuality when I've been Stupid. clear on it for yeah. a life. I thoroughly recommend anybody to watch this film. It's yeah. gorgeous. I really, I really, really do. I think it's a great story for anyone to take in. Yeah. Just so well done. Mm. I was almost surprised that Ben Stiller was involved. <laughs> because, like... Oh, my God. When it comes to Ben Stiller being behind the scenes of films, for the most part, and I'm basing this on only, like, a couple, like, and him being, like, a director, what it seems like is, is he wants to be... He wants to be more sophisticated in his storytelling than he actually is that's usually the vibe i get i mean he was only a producer on this so he probably just like splashed cash at it maybe question mark maybe that's why he probably gave cash to a script that he liked yeah i shouldn't be too surprised (laughs) if he was part of the direction and it was as good as it was i'd be very taken aback i wouldn't have thought so because craig johnson did the skeleton and twins alone i don't think he does a lot of like you know, co-directing. So he did Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which I yes. liked. Now, it was underwhelming, though, because he... I said was, liked, not loved. Yeah, but the promo for that was wild, and they made out it, it was, was going to yeah. be, like, a masterpiece of a film, like, one of the greatest you've seen in years, basically. He also directed Zoolander and Zoolander 2. This doesn't mean much. It doesn't mean fuck all. Oh. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> 
You can tell he wants to be a deep boy, and I appreciate that. To be fair, he was an executive producer on Submarine, the Richard Iowardi film, which is But then he tried to good. drag Richard Iowardi into Hollywood and made him be part of the watch. So I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. you do something great. <laughs> Being a producer on it just means he invested, yeah. essentially, yeah, because he believed in it. Because yeah. again, he wants to be a deep boy. He just can't really do it properly himself. To be fair, if you put his money to more scripts like this, more films like this, then maybe that would happen. Because this is peak. It's so good. I'm just so happy it exists. I'm playing like... That's the thing. I'm just like so pleased I watched it. Yeah. So happy it exists. I'm playing a scene in my head right now. All right. Well, I guess that's time to end the... (laughs) (laughs) End the podcast. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. Um, let us know your opinions uh, unless they're bad and then put them in a bin keep them to yourself Mm. nobody wants to know shovel them into a grave and then put yourself Francesca (laughs) (laughs) I didn't finish the sentence it's fine (laughs) look you can dislike the film without you know going away permanently brilliant you can follow us both on twitter and instagram my twitter is hannahkathht k-a-t-h-t on the end of hannah and Hannah Catherine Thomas on Instagram. My Twitter and Instagram handle is at Francesca Lou L U, um, and an underscore after that would be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Otherwise, you'll get the wrong person. Sure, which you may prefer. Uh, they probably uh, won't. Maybe suggest Fretz. <laughs> what romantic comedy podcast is complete without you know a death fret ish, or indeed subscriptions and reviews Ooh, that's a better way to end things completely all the time. I know, subscribe on your favourite podcast platform, leave us a lovely review telling us how great we are because we don't know that enough already, thank you very much for listening we will hear no, no, you thank, hear us thank you very much for listening, Ooh. you'll hear us next we've time, we've got improvements to make yeah. goodbye everyone, bye <laughs>